church. Good day to you. It is Thursday, June 18th. Kyle here, a little daily podcast. And in this season, this has been a resource for us to um, win the day. You know, I, I jump onto our website and I see that right there, there's a thing of connecting online and win the day. <laughs> and yet, um, most days... I know even for myself that it feels like that language is out of place. But then I open up the scriptures and I'm reminded that what we're living in right now, this is evidence of the realities bigger than the landscape outside your apartment, bigger than the flesh on your bones, like... It's cosmic in nature that the world we inhabit is but a small rock in a universe. And how vast that is declares the glory of God. And yet there's an opposition to that glory. And so to win the day is not a battle cry for our own selfish ambition, but rather is a posturing of our hearts who, for those of us who've given our allegiance to Jesus to say, this day is the Lord's, I will rejoice in it. And yet so often I come to that moment and I get distracted. And so just taking this week um, to put a tool in our hands for, for even just myself to be reminded of what is it to pray? Well, at its most basic, it's just to like be with God. It's to be intimate with him, to commune with him, to talk to God. But what does that mean? And this has just been a helpful tool. So I I commend it to you. It is pausing. It's reflecting and rejoicing. It's asking and it's yielding. It's praying. And so now let us just enter in to this rhythm. Let us pause now and you can join me as I pray. God, right now we pause. We enter to know you more, to to cast all of ourselves upon your presence. And we thank you that your heart is for the world. We thank you that your heart is for this world, for the people who bear your image here. And would you fill us so that we who name the name of Jesus would do so with confidence in the world that you love. And as we reflect this day on the continuing drama of the spirit being poured out on the church, the theme we've been exploring this very week. We see that Peter's speech is is picked up movement. And we actually hear his words here. He says, fellow Israelites, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, signs, which God did among you through him. As you yourselves know, this man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge. And you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him on a cross. 
But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. Peter, in some sense, has just told the crowd there who's just stood in bewilderment because they hear these Galileans speaking their own heart language, you are the ones who put the Son of God to death by nailing him on a cross. And then you go down just a little ways and you you see that the people heard this and they were cut to the heart and they asked, what should we do? And the response is, turn, identify with Jesus, every one of you, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You see, as as theologically jam-packed as that little statement is, there's also a sweet simplicity to it that as one who has offended the reality of God, the maker of the cosmos, we realize that we stand in that same crowd. That the Son of God has been killed and that we are not just complicit in that act, we are active in that act. And so we remember the weight of that, but we also rejoice with the psalmist in Psalm 5 saying, but let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them sing joyful praises forever. Spread your protection over them, that all who love your name may be filled with joy. This is the paradox of our God. It's he is far off and yet close at hand. He is the one who bore the weight of our offense and yet allows us to draw near. He is the God who loves us. And so we turn to you who receive us, God, and we just ask. We ask this simple question that you would search our hearts. To search our thoughts and our attitudes and our behaviors that stand in opposition to you. Jesus, would you reveal that to us? Spirit, would you search our hearts? And Lord, we pray that we would have the courage to receive the words of turning to you and receiving your goodness. But that is no small thing, Lord. We must yield in that. And the message of Jesus that we receive today, that we receive afresh, that there is nothing height nor depths nor anything there's nothing that can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus and so Lord we just thank you for your promises we yield in the comfort of your promises that we confess our sins and that you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness 